Welcome to the Release the Weight and Rise podcast, where Matt Travis, Andrea Wickens, and their guests will help you to release the mental, emotional, or physical weight, stopping you from living your best life, and empower you to create sustainable habit changes to transform your mind, body, and lifestyle for good. If you're wanting to increase your energy and confidence, feel more fulfilled, and generate more inner peace, health, and happiness in your life, then this podcast is for you to begin to master your mind and align it with the most sustainable transformation plan designed just for you. Welcome. We are so glad that you're here. All right, folks. Welcome back. Episode number seven. And this is a really special occasion, this particular episode. So the special occasion that we have going right now is that we're bringing on our first guest. So it's kind of two-parter here. So Andrea was feeling under the weather and I've been itching, me and Andrea have been itching to bring on some people because there's so many amazing people out there that do things that me and Andy don't do. And we want to bring them on so that you can learn from them, so you can experience their genius and their uh, amazingness. And I absolutely knew 100% who my first guest was going to be. Uh, and I said to Andy, I said, we are bringing Megan on this week. <laughs> so, <laughs> so when you meet Megan, she starts to tell you about herself. You may recognize the voice because she's actually the person who I had do the voiceover of the beginning of the podcast as well. So Megan, I'm psyched to have you here. Are we ready to have an amazing session tonight? <laughs> Yes, we are. Welcome. Oh, so great to be here. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to have this chat with you. So I would love for you to just kick it off. Tell a little bit about yourself, um, you know, what you do, how you do it, your zone of genius. And uh, I mean, I, I brought you on because I just know you have so many levels to what you do. You can get people out of pain. <laughs> I know that. And ultimately, you're one of the brightest lights and beautiful mm. souls I know on the planet, uh, my Capricorn sister. And <laughs> uh, we just have so much uh, connection. So I just want people to feel feel that love from you. So give us a breakdown of, of what you do, how you do it, who you are, all that good stuff. Awesome. Okay, for sure. So I help driven high achieving women to overcome back pain so that they can live joyfully energized. I am the creator of the Wake the Warrior Within Method, which is my unique combination of yoga, exercise, breath work, and mental fitness, weaving it all together into one routine that leaves you feeling incredible, gets you out of the dreaded ouchy slouchy keyboard hunchback that let's be real, we all spend way too much time in. And I'm passionate about this because A, we all spend spend way too much time slouched over a keyboard. B, it's wreaking havoc on our health in so many different ways. And C, there's an incredible tool set that is yoga that is so powerfully transformative for all of the aches, pains, and potentially weight gains that tend to happen when we sit all day. And so that is really my passion and, and what I do in a nutshell. I love it. And it is so concise, so beautiful, so wonderful. <laughs> and I know everyone that's listening right now is like, I sit. <laughs> sitting right now. <laughs> I'm sitting right now listening to this. I need to listen more. Um, and this is, a, I, this is a massive chronic issue that people are dealing with. And, and when we first met, Megan, I was explaining to you when I was running my fitness facility, like one of the biggest issues I would come across is people's 
glutes were asleep because they're sitting all day, right? So mm-hmm. they're you call it your sleeping beauty or no, sleeping booty, sleeping booty, sleeping booty. <laughs> <laughs> right? And it's then not beautiful, uh, not beautiful no, at all. Be. It can um, be. It will be. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, in the the kyphosis of the back, right? Because people mm-hmm. are in that hunched over position, and mm-hmm. it's putting a, a deep curve in the thoracic spine. So it's getting people opened up, getting people's muscles turned on, getting things feeling good. And this is, uh, I mean, this is so impactful on your mental health as well. So Mm -hmm. where do you, where do you find people's biggest hangups are when it comes to this? Like, why do you feel like there's hesitance to work on this stuff? Or do you feel like they just don't know? Mm, That's a great question. Um, it's one of them is, you know, the standard, I just don't have time for it. Well, we all know that if we don't make time for wellness, we'll make time for illness. Mm. And a lot of the times until it gets really bad, i.e. like for me, when it it took my hands falling asleep (laughs) for me to realize that there was a problem that, um, people will just tolerate it. And they get to this, you know, low level of like, oh, my body just hurts all the time. I got to like grunt and groan and make old people noises to stand up or they catch a picture of themselves or they catch a view of themselves in the mirror. And they're like, why do I look like I'm a (laughs) hundred? And then they get motivated because a lot of times, you know, it's just we sometimes people can kind of feel like this is just the way it is. I'm just sore. I'm just tired. I'm in pain all the time. But until we take a step back and just recognize it can be easier, it can't, you can feel so much better. You can have more energy and more clarity. And to your point about the impact on our mental health and our emotional health, they are all interconnected. Your body and your mind are constantly in communication. And so when you're in that rounded slouched position, it's hard for you to breathe properly. You're getting less oxygen to your brain, but you're in a position that your body knows and associates with sadness. We can all take a wild guess and say, well, what does it look like when somebody's sad? Well, they, their shoulders drop forward, their head jumps forward, their whole body collapses posture-wise. And if we're in that position all day long, you may not necessarily feel that way, but your brain is receiving the messages from your posture, right? It's called embodied physiology. Everything is connected through these different nervous pathways. And so when people are like, okay, I know when I feel better, I'm happier. I'm not as nasty yeah. to my clients or, or hopefully not my, my kids or my parent or my parent or my partner or what have you. We start to form this association between when I feel good, life is a little bit easier. So what can I do to help myself feel good? That's not going to take all day. And so that's really what I help people with. So let's unpack a lot of that. Cause that was fantastic. So you started off kind of like with the, I don't have the time. Mm-hmm. Right. And if we're not making the time, then if nothing changes, nothing changes. Right. Yes. So it's, it's how do people, how, how much time do you need? I guess is the first thing we can unpack. And I know that's going to vary for person to person, but what how would you say is the, you yeah, yeah. You, you give me your answer to that. I love that. How much time can you allocate? Do you have a minute? Let's start there. It all adds up. 
a lot of times we get in our own way. We think, you know, our saboteurs kick in of like, well, if I'm not doing it perfectly and I'm not doing a hundred million hours of yoga every week, it's not going to make a difference. Well, that's just, that's their dialogue trying to prevent you from doing something that's going to evolve you on every level of your being. So I tell people the best routine for you is the one you're actually going to do. And so if we start with a minute, if that's all you can dedicate to it, brilliant let's start there ideally we have a little bit longer time you know sometimes people start with five minutes and the beautiful thing about yoga is it treats the body like a whole system so while you're sitting there and you're trying to hold strong posture and you're just focusing on your breath you're helping to regulate your hormones you're bringing your stress level down you're slowing your heartbeat down you have a beautiful ripple effect into every part of your body so i mean the gold star standard we're working towards as far as movement goes is we're looking for about 150 minutes every week. So that breaks down to five 30 minute sessions. And so right. that's where we're moving towards. If that feels like that's a million miles away, then let's start with five minutes, five times a week, or even three times a week, whatever you can allot is helpful. That's great. So let's say we have two to five minutes right now, Megan, what, what, what are we, what are we getting into in, in that, small duration of you know what a lot of people would consider a small duration of time like what do, what do you feel like if we were to throw big bang for your stuff buck stuff right now at at this what would we what would we do for the average person and we're thinking of the person that's sitting at the desk 100 percent. so to your point earlier about when you brought up sleeping booty and the rounded back that is so incredibly painful and not that pretty is really we need to move ourselves back into strong posture and that can be, you know, sometimes people call that alignment or the way you hold yourself. So we basically need to go from being in that closed off rounded position to upright and open. So to do that is an engagement of the backside of your body. So if you only have two minutes, even standing up really tall, shoulders pulling back, yeah. stretching your arms out to the side, that's awesome. Or doing some of what I call adult tummy time. So remember when your little ones were little, you put them on their belly, they learned how to lift their head up. Essentially, we are in that embryonic position all day long. So we need to do that as adults. So anything that you can do laying down on your belly and really opening up. So shoulders pulling back, you can squeeze your hands behind your back. Sometimes that doesn't work for people. So just reaching your arms back and we try to squeeze the muscles of the back of your body, your glutes, your hamstrings, you know, and if you're not sure where they are, that's okay. You just kind of lift yourself up and pull your shoulders back. Just keep your chin in a little bit because people tend to throw their head with that. Yeah. So doing stuff like that on your belly. And if you're not going to like drop down to your belly in the middle of your office, essentially you're doing that when you're standing up and even try standing on one foot, holding strong posture. Notice I'm not calling it good posture, bad posture. It's strong posture, weak yeah. posture. So we're holding strong posture. You're breathing anything that will open your chest up and move you back into that more like upright, open heart position, arms out, like look like a little cactus or maybe arms out to the side really anything that opens the front of your body. So it's expanding that front side as well as engaging the backside. And you'll notice those movements were actually simultaneously doing both things at the same time. So that's why you get that. more bang for your buck. Yeah, that's huge. And, and it's so, it's, it's very, uh, it's very straightforward and simple to be honest with you. It's, mm -hmm. it's, let's stand, let's make sure we are stacked on top of each other. You know, we're stacked, right. And, you know, healthier posture for yourself. And I think one thing that I'm pulling through all of this is like the awareness in this mm -hmm. too, of how we're, how we're holding ourselves all day long. So mm -hmm. we, we may not realize how much we're in this, you know, 
hunched over position for such a long period of time until we actually go and try to be in a non hunched over position. And how does that feel? Because you may start to feel like, wow, this is hard. Yeah. <laughs> you it's know? hard. And it might feel a little bit foreign at first because it's not your normal pa- postural pattern. Yeah. So keeping that in mind to be gentle, right? So this is where in yoga, we get to practice patience and compassion mm-hmm. and gentleness with ourselves, which can be hard and challenging sometimes, right? And yeah. so slowing it down and being willing to be curious and just feeling what it feels like. So, you know, bringing your mind body, so creating that mind body connection so that you are aware of what you're doing yeah. and recognize that even a little bit of movement in that direction is still very powerful. You're not going to like be busting out some crazy back bend right out of the gates. But as Joseph Pilates said, we're, we're only as young as our spine is flexible. So it takes time to move into that rounded sort of posture of aging and it'll take time to move out of it. So doing it consistently. So that's where it's a practice, right? We get to practice it regularly, like with anything to get the benefit, but that's where you'll start to feel the difference. And just making sure you're staying out of any painful range of motion. And, if, you know, if you put your hands behind your back and your fingers go numb, obviously we don't want to do that. So really just being mindful while you do it. I love that. So all of this is fantastic. Now let's think about the ultimate outcome that people are getting from this, right? So a lot of people will step into this and, and they'll work with you and they'll do all of these things to get what, what do you feel like are the main things? I know energy is one of those things. Um, I know for me personally, it helped to, to move my lymphatic system and help my body detoxify itself really well. And it, it honestly, it just made me feel like my favorite thing about yoga is it made me feel more peaceful and it, and mm. it just, it, it brings uh, internal peace. I think a lot of it is learning the breath work with the movements and all that stuff. But what would you say, like, if someone's like, why do this? Like why, you know, what's, what's the benefit that they're going to see from this? What's the result they're going to get? People release extra weight. They feel strong and confident in their body because their muscles are more toned. They're able to do the things that they love because they can get up from the floor and do the movements and run after their little ones or their grand little ones there. As you said, there's a deep sense of peace and calm. It gives us a moment to have that break from the dialogue of the shitty committee saboteur chit chat in the head to come back to the wisdom of, and the quiet space of your heart. And then from that place, people find they're getting like way more inspiration. They're creative, they're patient, they're kind, they're on point throughout the day because they're literally bringing their whole system into balance. So they sleep better. They're actually able to handle challenging situations with more ease and grace. So it really is, you know, it starts with the physical and that's what we start with because that's the most obvious layer to us. Like we can see it and touch it. And so you'll see the physical benefits, but then you start to feel the deeper, deeper level benefits. Totally. And, and that's the thing. There are so much deeper level benefits. I know for me personally, it took me and coming back to what we said earlier, where it was like, I had to get into pain. Um, and my pain was my gut health. And I was, I was so adrenally fatigued. I was so such in a hot mess of a space uh, health wise that I couldn't do heavy strength training or high, in- high intensity interval training or any of that stuff to improve my health yoga saved me to be honest with you and it was this slow flow regenerative um it 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 actually re-energized my body and my transition because I was teaching full-time and then I would literally take 
30 minutes before, you know, between that and going to my fitness facility. And it was that little bit of time that gave me back my life and my energy so that I could get to that space. So what if somebody doesn't feel that right away? So this, uh, this is the big question for you is what if, what do we say for those people that are like, I've tried yoga. Cause that's kind of how I felt like I had done hot yoga and, mm-hmm. and Bikram yoga. And I was like, I don't know if I like this. <laughs> like, what, <laughs> what do you, what do you say to somebody that's like, I've tried yoga, I've done it. It doesn't work or I don't feel it or it's not my thing. Like, how would you help somebody that's in that space see the power of yoga? Hmm, that's a great question. I don't know. The first thing that came to mind was asking somebody if they've only tried one flavor of ice cream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and being as you you help people release extra weight, I don't know if that's the best analogy. No, that's, but- <laughs> yeah. Well, well, you know what? People like ice cream. Let's be honest, folks. Let's get real. Uh, and that's the thing. I mean, yeah. Imagine if you had only had just chocolate vanilla. or vanilla, you would never, you, yeah, literally the other saying for vanilla is like, that's so vanilla. Um, exactly. you know, so it's like, there are other flavors and there's other styles. So if one doesn't yeah. work for you, then why write off the whole system you're not going to give up ice cream forever just because you had one and then you realize like oh my goodness there's like 50 other types that you could try so i would say that maybe it wasn't the right type for you or maybe it just wasn't your flavor at that time and really giving it the opportunity to see how it fits you now because as we age and as our bodies changes our bodies change excuse me some things start to feel good after a while because like you said you know when we were younger we could do the high intensity and the all that like you know push it let's work really hard and that that felt good to your body but maybe not now <laughs> that you've been yeah. hunched over the keyboard forever and it's hard for you to stand up straight it might be worth giving it another go because it's really the amazing thing about yoga is that well one of it meets us where we're at you know, and, mm. and perhaps it can, it can help you to tap into more of that strength and confidence, but it could also just help you to tap into the moment because a lot of times we don't, uh, what I hear from people is they've tried yoga and I don't like it cause it's too slow. And a lot of times what that is, is the saboteurs like, this is boring. We should be able to do this yeah. faster. It should be yeah. more intense. Let's make this work. And that's really, that's, we know that that's the, the guardians of the comfort zone. Right. And they're like, stay totally. here. Don't do anything that will help you grow. And yeah. so it can have that sort of effect, you know? And so being willing to say, huh, whose voice is that right now? Am I really like feeling that in my body? Didn't I feel good after? And so being willing to be curious and try again. I love that because that makes total sense to the restless saboteur that I have in my mind. That's like, oh, I have to go from this thing to this thing to this thing. Right. And it's like, when is it going to get faster? When is it going to be more intense and all these things? And that's not what it needs to be about. But I think a lot of that's driven. And I just know from being in in this world for a very long time, a lot of that's driven with people have an agenda of the results that they want. They want Mm -hmm. to uh, you know, release weight, they want to get healthier, they want their body to transform all these things. And they're missing, they're missing the roses, they're missing the mm-hmm. the the beauty in this, uh, as a way as a stress reducer as something that can help you regain health and well being and all that stuff. It's, it's powerful. It's very powerful. And there's a saying in yoga, 
that says the pose begins as soon as you want to leave it. And so really what happens is, is your mind is saying, okay, next, you know, and, and we live in a very fast paced society and we're inundated with information all the time. And so as soon as, you know, in yogic philosophy, as soon as you hear that voice of like, okay, let's go, I'm done with this now. That's the challenge is for you to be able to come back to your stage, come back to the present moment and breathe for another five, 10, mm. 80 breaths in the posture and witness yourself because yoga ultimately is a practice of first and foremost self-awareness and that evolves into acceptance and that evolves into love and so really it all starts with that attention to the present moment attention to the dialogue attention to the where your foot is and how your breath is and all of that because really it's actually so many layers and you are truly you're multitasking when you do it but with the point of trying to bring your mind to a one point of focus and that can be challenging at first, for sure. Totally. And forever. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, it's yeah. So well, it's, it's, it's always evolving, right? It's always yeah. evolving. And, and I've just found in my own life that the things that I have the most resistance to are usually the things I need to be pushing into. Like they're yeah. usually the things that I need to be doing. And I had resistance to, to, to yoga for a very long time, being a strength and conditioning guy and all that stuff. And like I said, when I finally got pushed to that point where I couldn't do anything else and mm -hmm. I and I gave it that chance and I think that comes to the point with what you were saying is like this might you might try it now in your life and it may be exactly what you need and what you mm -hmm. want and you may fall in love with it at this point when you didn't before so mm -hmm. it's it is something that you can keep coming back to and trying new ways and I I used to feel like what do they, why do they use the word practice? I didn't understand that. And I was like, I was like, I feel like they're just making up stuff. And, and, mm -hmm. and yet I realized when I went into it, that it is, it's a practice of like so much mental work and, and breath work and, and body control and opening up there. It is a practice. So it is actually perfectly, I feel like that's a perfect way to explain it. Right. And I, you've probably heard me say, and I definitely say all the time, they call it a yoga practice, not a yoga perfect for a reason, mm. because we have these expectations, especially as high achievers or sticklers or whichever our flavor is of our inner dialogue of, well, I should be able to stand on one foot. Like why is Megan doesn't make, make it look very hard. I should be able to do this. No, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. And so it's really like in every moment, it's going to be different. Every time you go into a pose, there's so many subtle nuances to the practice that if you give yourself the opportunity to experience it, you're really fine tuning your ability to dial down the chatter and become very present. And that's where we, we really get the beautiful multi-layered benefits because yes, you're strengthening your bones and your joints and your muscles while you're doing the poses or yeah. what have you. But really, ultimately, it's the inner transformation that is the ultimate gift. Totally. Because like Andrea and I's first episode was all around judgment and comparison. And I think a lot of times people get stuck in judgment and comparison when they're doing yoga, especially if they're in a class or uh, mm. they're, they're watching you do it. They're like, well, she could do it this way. And I can't even stand on one foot without, you know, <laughs> and so they get stuck in this thing that I, they're focused on what they can't do rather than where, what can we do right now? Mm -hmm. And where, Absolutely. where do we go with this? Absolutely. And that's really what I believe is that while we're doing the different actions, the different, using the different tools, we're doing that 
but really ultimately who are you being? And ultimately that comes back to being present. So activating that quality of presence and attentiveness and patience. And so it is challenging not to compare and it's, it's important, but one of the amazing teachers that was instrumental in bringing yoga to the West, BKS Iyengar said that we use everyone else like a mirror. And if we look Mm. over and Matt's standing on one foot and he looks steady and calm, rather than saying, why can't I do it like that? Be like, that's possible. Okay, let me try again. Let me practice again. Yeah, yeah. What if positive? I love it. That's fantastic. Mm. That's fantastic. So Megan, I would love, this has been so awesome. And I just think everyone should experience what you do connect with you because you're so fantastic at everything that you do, not just the yoga stuff, but just, she's just a beautiful light folks. So, so, uh, where can, where can, where can people find you? Uh, I know you have a workshop coming up where, how can people get into your world to experience more of this, uh, mental, physical, emotional transformation, uh, from a, from a yoga and Megan, make a Nolan love standpoint. (laughs) Oh, thank you for all of that sweetness. Thank you. So yes, I am doing a free workshop next week or this week, depending on when you watch this. So April 27th and 28th, they're at two different times. It'll be the same workshop. So depending on your time zone, you can pick the one that works best for you to help you prevent the dreaded keyboard hunchback and all the pain that comes with it to help you get out of pain and into power. So learning some tools that you can put to use right away to not only get out of pain, but also to the, all the points that we've been speaking to, to really strengthen and tone your body so that you feel ground, happy, confident, all the good things that come from you feeling your best. So that's happening on the 27th and 28th, and we'll be keeping it concise. So you get lots of nuggets in less than an hour with time for questions. And we'd love to have you join there live because that way you can ask your questions and, and interact huh. with everybody. But if you're not able to, just grab one of the times and I'll be sending out the replay shortly after. So love to have you join us for that. Perfect. So what I'll do folks is I'll put in the show notes, uh, where the link to that, that workshop, I'm also going to put in the notes, just the link to, to Megan's site. Cause if let's say you're listening to this, this episode months from now, and you know, that you, you miss, you obviously miss it. Uh, I want you to be able to connect with her and see what she's doing. Cause it's, She's always doing something cool. She's always bringing something new to the, to the table and helping people in many, many, many different facets and ways. So I will include all those in the notes uh, and in the comments and then all that good stuff. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Megan. This has been fantastic. And if you like this episode, folks, and you're getting benefit from this, definitely, you know, give it a, give it a like, give some, give some stars share it with people that you think would benefit from this so that we can continue to evolve and grow and release that weight and rise together as a community. So have a wonderful rest of your day and we'll see you in the next episode.